Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Galaxy Finance. Sponsors and personal friends that I trust, that I trust enough to go to with questions about my own finances. That's not a sales pitch, that's fact. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With official interest rates at an all-time low, the lenders want your business. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact, ask for Leanne, and mention Unfiltered for a free chat. A free chat. No obligations. A free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Galaxyfinance.com.au is where you can find them. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The pre-season games are almost upon us and right up until round one early every week. We'll drop a Q&A podcast, then late in the week we'll drop a dream team. Joining us for Q&A from the Warriors, Ash Taylor. From the Warriors, Ash Taylor. That's That's got a ring to it. You, have you settled in, mate? Yeah, um, it's a lot different, obviously. I've uh, been at, a club at the Titans now for a long time, yeah. but... Um, changing clubs now, changing scenery. It's um, it's been a, it's been a good change, I think. I heard Adam Reynolds at a press conference yesterday when asked about playing his former club. He said it's no big deal. I'm a Bronco now. Same for you. Playing the Titans isn't going to be a big deal because you're a Warrior. Nah, nah. I, I think it's all part of the business. Um, yeah. I've still got some lifelong friends there at at, at, at the Titans, so um, I have no disrespect for the club or neither should they with me because um, you know, just good mates there now with yeah. them now, but um. It's in the past, and um, yeah, it'll just be another game for me, I suppose. They're a terrific bunch of fellas, the Warriors guys. Who's your crew there, mate? Who have you teamed up with? Oh, fair a few of them. Um, when I was on training trials, I was, I was sort of getting to know the young blokes. Um, you know, like Trey Fuller, um, Jaden Carrigan is a fullback from up CQ way. Yep. Um, and but you know, just sort of getting around the, um, some of the older blokes as well, like Joshua Curran, um, Chanel. Tavita Harris. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just sort of trying to get to know everyone. Um, it's been good, a good change. Josh Curran's a loose unit. Yeah, he's a good follower. Yeah, <laughs> Josh, isn't he? Um, sort, of, sort of just attracted straight to him. Um, you know, we can, we can um, link with each other. Like Obviously, being Indigenous, it made it a lot easier. So, yep. yeah. Good stuff. Okay, questions from our good-looking friends, listeners, and followers. We start with this one from a guy that goes by the name of Talabudger at Tom. He asks, jersey six or seven, does it matter what jersey or what position you play? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, I think they're both sort of the same sort of thing. Um, obviously, the seven's more, um, you know, taking the, the leading role of the team yeah. and the six is sort of just, you know, like another playmaker. So I don't really mind either way, but, um, you know, just to be a part of the team, um, you know, put your best foot forward week in, week out. I think that's the biggest thing um, that I'm looking forward to. Sweet. From South Auckland, and Penne asks, are you looking forward to getting settled in New Zealand whenever that happens, and what have you been told about the city? Yeah, um, you know, like obviously we're over here for this year and only signed this year, but, you know, hopefully we can stay there a few more years um, if it all pans out. And, um, yeah, we're looking forward to obviously a change, um, and that'll be a pretty massive change, you know, to move to New Zealand. But, yeah. uh, you know, 
I've heard some great things about, um, you know, the place over there and um, things to do with my little family. So um, I think it'll be a good change if it happens. And, um, you know, let's hope it does. Pete from Logan asks, how's Sean Johnson been moving at training? Yeah, he's been great. Um, great leader. Um, you know, the boys are really getting along with him well and he's fitting in well. Um, obviously, got a, got a um, you know, pretty um, experienced um, voice on him. So um, just makes it a lot easier to feed off him and um, all the boys get around it. So it's it's been unreal so far. So much of what he does, mate, is his instinct and he plays what's in front of him. Is he also a good talker, communicator and sort of, you know, he can mentor you and coach you a bit? Yeah, and and it, it can do it on the run. Um, wow. You know, it can do it within the training drill. You know, it can tell you what he wants or this is what I should be working on here and here and just little little um, comments here and there, um, you know, really, really helps a lot. That's cool, mate. That is really cool. From Ipswich and the Cartwright family, did you know Reese Walsh at all before starting with the Warriors? And what's your first take on him? No, nah, I didn't sort of um, know Reese. Um, I was sort of a bit older than him coming through the Bronco ranks. Um, no, but as as soon as he bounced on the scene, you, you're sort of attracted to those guys who, yeah. you know, are really just those natural freakish talents. So um, he's been, you know, he's been great at training. Um, he's really working hard um, on on being in the right areas at the right time. Um, and really working his combination with um all the halves, the spine, and the rest of the team as well because, you know, he's you know he really wants to stand up this year and mm. you know show what he's got. So obviously he was in the Origin um frame last year yeah. and he'd want to be there again. So um there's nothing stopping him. Um you know he just can't wait for him to you know, be on the field and um show them what he's got. From Cool and Gatto, Jamie asks, leaving the Titans, do you feel this is a bit like starting all over again with new challenges and stuff like that? Yeah, it is. Um, obviously, having to move my family from Goldie up to Redcliffe um, has been a challenge itself. Um, yeah. You know, they realise how much stuff you got, or you know, trying to settle the kids in. So it's a, um, it's a, it's a good move. I think it's what we needed. You know, I think we're getting too comfortable on the Gold Coast. So mm. um, a change up is always good, and um, it's been great so far to be a part of this organisation. Mate, just on that, a question for me: Are you a goal setter in terms of? short-term goals, long-term goals, or do you just let it sort of sort itself out? Um, I could say either way because, you know, I do I do have long-term goals, but I also have short-term goals. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I like to have both. Um, and it sort of keeps you on your toes a bit and keeps you, you know, being honest with yourself um, within your daily routines. Love it. Mark Andrews asks, did you ever think your time in the NRL was done and, and maybe, Ash, you'd have to go to the UK? Yeah, it was all options were open. Um, yeah. You know, as soon as I got told by the Titans after the last game that I wasn't going to be around at the club, um, it was sort of stuck in the mud for a bit. Um, you know, having meetings here and there with all different clubs and, you know, um, obviously talking with overseas as well just to give, give myself another option. But, um, yeah, I just wasn't too sure. I was sort of at the crossroads, you could say that. Um, I knew I was, um, was you know, was going to keep playing rugby league. It was just a matter of where I was going to be at. So, um, you know, happy it's still in Queensland and um, close to my family. Katie from Cairns asks, actually, she says, we've been huge fans of you, Ash, since you first started playing. We're really excited to watch you with the Warriors. What's your first goal at the club? My first goal would be get a jersey, um, yep. you know, that's that's my first and foremost goal is to you know, try and try and get a jersey and then um, you know hopefully retain it for most of the year if not all the year. Um, 
know, there's there's a healthy competition there in the spots at the moment. So um, I think it's been good for everyone, um, you know, to really show what they got and um, you know to, um, to put it in the trials in the, in, in the upcoming um, games. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Galaxy Finance. Sponsors and personal friends that I trust, that I trust enough to go to with questions about my own finances. That's not a sales pitch, that's fact. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With official interest rates at an all-time low, the lenders want your business. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact, ask for Leanne, and mention Unfiltered for a free chat. A free chat. No obligations. A free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Galaxyfinance.com.au is where you can find them. There is a few of you there, isn't there, looking at six and seven jersey? Yeah, there's, um, you know, also Sean, um, Chanel, Cody and myself. So we've got um, young Adam Cook. He's a training trial bloke coming through as well. So there's about five five halves there that, um, you know, can really can really put their, you know, best foot forward. It's just a matter of who gets their, their shot first. Mike Lewis asks, and he's putting you absolutely on the spot here, mate. Who's the best you've played with or against? Um, played with at, at, at club level, you should say. Or yeah, anywhere. I'd, I'd say club level, um, either Tyrone Roberts or Greg Bird. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously when I first started NRL, Tyrone was my mentor, you know, week in, week out. Um, and Greg Bird, just because of his aggression and, you know, what he brought week in, week out, you know, he's the best bloke off the field, but as soon as you get on that field, it's like war for him. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's right, club level, but probably representative probably JT. Uh, just to see the magic he can produce um, on the field, it's just it's just unbelievable. And you know, to be beside it um, at times is just um, yeah, real real freakish. Birdie's a beauty, mate. We've been mates for over fifteen years. I'm catching up with him in a couple of weeks for a long interview for the podcast, and he's just a special type of dude. He's just 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 competitive. Um, yeah. Doesn't like losing anything. Wouldn't even like losing. I think driving to the park against yeah. him. I don't think he'd, he'd, he'd just always. That's the people you want to play with. The people who want to win, and you know, just that was just his mentality. It was just to go out there and do anything to win. Richard Thompson has asked: Is Nathan Brown coaching you to change your game, or coaching and working with you on your strengths? I think a bit of both. Um, yep. He obviously can see what I do well, but um, you know, what I need to work on as well. So it's sort of been bit of both but um it's just been different i think different environment different structure different training structure yep. just the whole you know just the whole re reamp of you know what what i've been through so i'm still you know still in the learning stages of still learning everything as it comes so yeah. it's 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 been great um but i just have to you know like obviously tune in a lot more because i'm not used to you know like the way they play or the way they defend stuff like that so it's just been it's been um challenging you could say that Mate, um, what a gift this is. You get to rock up to training and talk and learn from the little general, one of the greats, just having Stacey Jones there. Um, mate, that yeah. must be enormous for a young seven. Oh, it's, you know, when I first seen him, it just didn't feel real that he was there. Um, 
spot. He's just calm, collected, you know, actually going, get to know you. And then as soon as he got to work, he got to work. Um, been awesome so far to learn off him. Um, they're always, always good for feedback whenever you need it and always wanted to, to um, work hard. So, um, you know, little space, he's been, he's been awesome. And um, I can't wait to see what this year holds for us with, um, you know, with him helping us. Mate, he'd be in his element, I reckon, at Redcliffe. He hates a beer and a story <laughs> and just he's a fishing addict. So I reckon every spare moment he would have, he'd be out on the peninsula throwing in a line. Um, is he the type that coach and communicate? I asked about Sean earlier. Um, is Stacey also that type of guy that can coach and communicate, tip you up? Because on the field, he was gold. Yeah, it was it. Like he sort of, um, you know, gives us feedback via video. So, you know, when we record our training sessions, yeah, um, just so we can get an overview of how we play and what we want and what we see when there's some defensive structures in front of us. So, um, but in saying that, he, he, you know, he has tipped us up before on the field. So I think it's just a matter of if you feel comfortable giving your feedback there and then, um, yeah. you know, he will. But if there's something that you can work on, you know, the next training session, the next training session, he will, um, you know, definitely tip you up for it. Greg Roberts asks, and I love these type of questions because they are just so random, who's the most talkative player on the field you've played against? Someone that just would not shut up for 80 minutes. Oh, there's been a few, like, middles. I think oh, I can't really think of one exactly, but... You'd be uh, a talker on the field, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I don't like to, you know, amp up and, you know, if you want to get in his ear the whole game, yeah. this, this, this. There's been a few. I just can't remember. There's probably not so much recently, but when I first started, there was a lot of that going on. Um, you know, a lot of that old school in and out of each other's ears. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Having... Greg Bird would be one of them, I reckon, 100%. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, when you first started, were the, were the older halfbacks and the older hookers giving it to the young bloke like yourself? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. They, they – they knew who who was more experienced, who was this and that. So he definitely, definitely knew that. Like I, I remember my first kick when I was at the Broncos debut when I was twenty, and um, you know Wayne Bennett told me, "Yeah, the first set you're going to kick the ball and tackle four, and I was I just wanted you to get good kick away." And Cameron Smith read it like a book and come flying straight out because he knew what was happening and just landed in the infield of play, and he was he was giving it to me. He's like, "Oh, that was a close one, young fella." <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Lastly, this one's from Grady in Queenstown, and he asks, "Do you like cold winters?" Yeah, I do. I I I prefer the cold than the hot. So, um, no, up here in Redcliffe, it's always seems to be hot. There's never yeah. seemed to be a rainy day or something. So, um, yeah, I think I think I could, I could to adjust to a cold winter. Um, just be getting getting used to it. I think that'll be the the first thing. It'll be pretty special when finally, wherever that may be, the club gets to go home and play at home. That first game back after so long away is going to be something special. Yeah, I can you know I can tell with the boys at training. Um, you know they're really looking forward to going home to play in front of their family and fans over there. It's been such a long time, but yeah. I can see that only been here for a few months. That you know the boys are really looking forward to. You know they talk about it daily. You know playing in front of a mouse. Pack Mouse Fire Stadium, and yeah. you know to be able to get back to the fans, and you know be, be back with the um, you know with their family as well. So yeah. um, it'll just be awesome to see, and um, you know hopefully I can be a part of it, you know to witness it firsthand. 
It's always a pleasure. One of the real good fellas in footy, Ash Taylor. I wish you nothing but success and look forward to chatting throughout the season. Sweet. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. Another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. As we count down to the season, Monday nights we'll drop a Q&A podcast where you're in total control because you're asking the questions. Then on Thursday nights, we're dropping the dream team. Any era, any player, any position from any competition. Who makes the cut, who misses out and why? As always, we'll be speaking to the biggest names in the game, both current and from eras gone by. And we've got some huge surprises coming up before round one kicks off. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we'd ask you to leave a review and a five-star rating on the app you're currently listening on. It's easy, takes 30 seconds, and you can now rate on Spotify. What it does, it increases our position on the search engines as we look to expand the brand and bring you more. We're done for now. Look after yourselves and make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.